Some People's Kids, Episode 1. Dude, I love that name. That's good. That's good. Good morning, my friends. Good morning. Welcome to the inaugural podcast episode of Some People's Kids, uh, where youth pastors walk alongside youth pastors. We got your host. My name's Ian Much, partnered here with my brother, Andrew Marsteller. Andrew, how are you doing today? So, I don't normally drink coffee. But I'm drinking it, and so I'm going to get jittery real quick. You're going to get jittery real jittery quick. Real That's quick. right. You started drinking tea. I'm a tea kind of guy. And, but I'm not. So this is what happens, right? Like you say, hey, I'm a tea guy. Yeah. And then everyone goes, oh, so you like this? No, no, no. I'm a black tea guy. You're a black tea. You're a, guy, yeah. you're a tea drinker who wishes they were a coffee drinker. Yeah. Oh, totally. Like my cup looks like your cup, except it just tastes like leaves five ounces of water <laughs> it's just yeah people get so disappointed like oh i like tea oh so have you ever tried this and then it's like a bunch of leaves and i'm like no i don't like tea salad no i don't <laughs> what is that <laughs> tea salad it's awful so i think the morning's gonna be good but i can totally feel myself you're already you're oh, yeah. you, i oh, yeah. should have gotten you tea i made you a good cup of evans brothers not a sponsor <laughs> And not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Someday, someday, <laughs> someday we're going to get there. My goal with everything is to be sponsored by coffee shops totally. and God knows if that'll ever happen. Yeah. Right. And m- maybe local ones, local coffee. Yeah. Up. So if you guys don't know, we are a podcast, uh, out of, uh, Spokane, Washington. Um, we, we were just, we always sit down talking coffee shops and we we're like, what if we just recorded what we talked about? Yeah. And then, we're like, well, I, I, I have a YouTube channel, The Bronze Beard, and I've been like, uh, I've learned how to do not the recording sponsor. session. Not a sponsor, not, 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 not yet. Not, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. I don't have no income from that. Yeah, we're yeah. Not, so we're we were just kind of like, well, I I know how to edit. Uh, Andrew's extremely smart, well-read individual. Um, I play video games. Uh, then <laughs> we we just wanted to see what would happen if we got together and started recording our conversations and yep. today is the day yeah where we are going to start and see just what happens w- so what's the worst that can happen what uh, well <laughs> well we'll we'll find out after a second <laughs> cup of coffee how much editing am yeah, i going to have to do to these tracks time, yeah. yeah we'll see what we got so we're to hope, we're shooting for 20 minute episodes we'll see what happens for now uh please always Feel free to give us feedback and reviews. Um, many of you who are probably going to be listening to this are friends of ours at the beginning, but uh, let's just so see So if what the review happens. is bad, we will know how to find you. Yeah, we will know how to find you. That's 100%. <laughs> we, we will find you for sure. So what are we, what are we talking about today, Andrew? What's, our, what's topic well, number one, episode one? Well, I think you start any kind of pilot, any kind of, you know, the genesis of anything, you, you need to just talk about how we got here. You know how how that's long not how been, friends started. That's not that's not how friends started. <laughs> I, I think we our goal is to be as big as friends. Uh, if we can get people to wear some people's kids' T-shirts, oh. we have succeeded. We L- have done listen. It. We'll, we'll work on merch, merch. some someday. Yeah. <laughs> not a sponsor. Not yet. a sponsor. <laughs> some people's kids not sponsored yet. Uh, I think we're just going to simply talk about. I mean, we've already kind of introduced ourselves a little bit, um, but you know, we're going to talk about. We're a ministry setting. Uh, I'm just looking at our notes here. I'm not going to try to sound like it's already polished. Uh, how we got into youth ministry, what we love, and, and, and what what we struggle with in youth ministry. So what we love in youth ministry, and then what we struggle with within it. And uh, 
I think you've I think what's cool about both of us is we kind of got unique stories on how we got into youth ministry in the sense of being the youth pastor. Not yeah. just excuse me, not just into it as oh we serve because you served as a volunteer for a long time. I served as a volunteer for a while, but the unique stories of how we got excuse me, how we got into youth ministry as the the lead guy in a church uh, is is pretty pretty cool and a lot of people sometimes have those stories I mean you hear countless stories of people going well I didn't want to get into it but the Lord just presented this opportunity and I took it and my story is similar to that your story is definitely you know you you mean you've always loved youth ministry I'm not going to tell your story for you but yeah well but so why don't you tell us Ian first just kind of like what happened? How did you become? Where where are you pastoring at? And how did you become the youth pastor at your church? So we started an origin stories. Origins, yes. So I uh, do we want to talk about like uh, how we got hired then, and then save that other stuff we talked about for the yeah. I think episode? episode two we're going to talk about the hiring process. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah. Uh, so I I I straight up. Uh, so I I got saved. So I'm my name's Ian. I'm the youth pastor at Southside Christian Church here in Spokane, Washington, up in the South Hill. Holla at you, boy. South Hill. There's uh, coffee shops everywhere. There, yeah, not up here. There's no good coffee shops up here. There's like one Thomas Hammer over uh, by Manitou oh, Tap see, House, but like, well, I guess you're talking about like because I was just at Rockwood Bakery, not a sponsor yet. Neither is Thomas no, Hammer. No, 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 someday. So <laughs> <laughs> this will just keep saying not a sponsor to anything. something's dropped. We're clarifying. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we need to. <laughs> Not that we need to. With all five people yeah. listening, two yes. of them are our wives. Yes, right. And then the other ones are kids. Yes, yeah. exactly. Because we force them. <laughs> so I I got into I've been um I I grew up in the church. I grew up going to being a youth or going to, you know, being a youth in the youth ministry. My youth ministry growing up uh consisted of five kids. I was the I was related to four of them. So it was, it was, and my mom was the youth pastor. So there was that is homeschooled youth group. That was one hundred percent what it was. <laughs> homeschooled youth group was one hundred percent. It was. I I remember. Uh, I remember it was my me, my brother, and my two cousins, and then some gal, some girl. Yeah. I don't and like. Who's now your wife? No, no, no that would have been. <laughs> what a story! Yeah, the story right. arc on this is incredible. <laughs> No, so I I just was uh, I I applied to I wanted to be a stunt driver my whole life. Yeah, you did. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? Uh, I hate school. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. part of it was I I'm dyslexic. I I couldn't I couldn't read. Uh, so that that didn't help. Yeah. But I was uh just trying to figure out what do I. Where's my place? And I became I ended up going to uh, Moody Bible Institute here in Spokane, Washington. R.I.P. Rest in peace. Uh, yeah. No longer exists. Big brother still alive. Though. Big brother still alive. No comment. <laughs> so <laughs> we, we that got unfortunately awkward. That <laughs> We're a little flustered on that one. Yeah. Uh, but note here, we went to school together. Yes. That's how we originally met. Was yeah. But we weren't. We weren't necessarily friends at that time. I mean, we knew no. each other. Yeah. I mean, to say enemies would be potentially more accurate. Potentially, you were you were so much cooler no, than I was. I was compensating you, for so you much. And who, who knows what? You were you were like 
you would rap on stage and all I did was MC the very thing you rapped on and everybody yeah. was like, yo, that Andrew Mostella, no, no, he like, like knows how and, that boy slaps. No. Are you telling? That, kidding me? That guy, yeah, no, we, we don't need to talk about that. That's, that's, <laughs> that's memories that need to die. No, we'll bring them up often here on this podcast. Uh, they're out there somewhere. They're, yeah. on fa- they're in the Facebook stratosphere somewhere. They are. I so I just wanted to know what is it like to be or uh, I started out getting a biblical studies degree, ended up getting a youth ministry degree, never intending to be a youth pastor, uh, but just kind of following what the Lord had led led me to, and I um, was that whole time ever since I started going to Moody, I was a volunteer in the youth ministry. Um, just cause I grew up in the ministry, kind of knew the atmosphere at the church you're at now. Right? Yeah. At yeah. the church. So at Southside, I, I found this church and I have never left ever since I joined, uh, this church is absolutely just so, family. So you've been here over 10 years as just a member, yeah. an attender, a volunteer, 13, 14 years. Wow. I think. I would say 13 is that probably is more accurate. both unique and super cool. Yeah. Uh, this church is family. I, I absolutely love it. Yeah. And we, uh, so I wanted to be uh, just invested in students. And now that I was had a faith relationship with yeah. Jesus, it meant a lot more. Right. It was a lot easier to uh, minister to students when you have a relationship with Jesus. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. A genuine one. A genuine surprise, one. Surprise. Yes. <laughs> Who would have guessed? Yeah. Uh, so then I... Uh, I volunteered for a long time, ended up, uh, we're going to share the story about how I became the youth pastor, but I was a, I was a pro, we'll do that next, next week. I became the program director, then I became the youth pastor, um, and I've been doing youth pastoring for, I've been the youth pastor here at Southside Christian Church for five years. So this is, uh, I think this is going on my fifth year right now, Um, and, and it's only now. It's only like within months that I finally feel like this is where God has me. Mm. It was yeah. it was like before that, yeah, like I knew God had me here. Yeah. But it was always and I'll I'll talk about this probably next episode a little bit more, but I always felt like I didn't choose this. Mm. Mm. But then the Lord always reminds me, yeah, but I chose you for this. Yeah. And it's yeah. so now I'm like game time. Well, and I I love watching, you know, we've gotten our our ministries have overlapped. Uh, whether it's you've came and talked at my events or I've talked at your events or your night or we've, you know, we haven't necessarily done any of our groups together yet, but I've just loved watching how the Lord's gifted you to not only be able to communicate with kids, but to invest in kids that is just so rich and genuine. You know, I think um, one of the things that I hope a lot of guys get encouraged in is that you can be the really fun, energetic, goofy youth pastor, but take kids to a level of maturity. And I think you do that so well. I think some churches are like, well, we just want a big kid. Well, but what about the big kid that says, but we're, we're, we're maturing to manhood in Christ? What, what church hires a big kid? The because. churches that keep hiring big kids. That's the problem. Oh, okay. You know, okay. You know the, the cool kid. The that's, cool kid, yeah. The cool kid. Okay, that's what I, I was like. I don't know of a church that it like comes to mind that is like somebody who's who's like we want somebody just to be awesome for our students and not bring them to Jesus. Right, right, right. But right. that's but that is a thing. Yeah. Well, because it, it is, and I think what happens is those those churches can tend to get stuck. But what I love about you is that you're like, hey, 
I am who I am, and I love I love being fun. I love being goofy. I love, but we're gonna take Christ serious, mm. and we're gonna love Him, and we're gonna and it's gonna and I just I love watching that about you, and I think that's what's so great is you know you you've you have a great climate in your youth ministry that just is is second to none in my opinion, bro. So I, I love it. Well, I appreciate it, and I don't gonna have anything good to say about you, but that's <laughs> that was really that was really heartwarming, and I really yeah. loved it. <laughs> you know that. that <laughs> Some people's kids. I have some nothing good to say kids. about you. <laughs> some people's kids. I tell you what. So we, uh, something I uh, just something I want to ask you some questions there, Andrew. Is uh, one of the things that we just say at Southside Youth Group uh, all the time is we come to the youth group for three reasons: mm. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Yeah. We want to know Jesus, want to grow Jesus, want to show Jesus, and that has been the backbone of our youth ministry yeah. since the beginning. Um, one of the things that ma- really made me fall in love with Southside was they had a meeting, an all-church meeting, all the members met up, and mm. and uh, our um, our senior pastor was up on the stage, and he goes, uh, we, me and the elders, we had a retreat, and we just wanted to talk about, like, how can we grow as a ministry? How can we grow as a church? And we just wanted, and I was mm. just so afraid. I was so afraid. I didn't want our church to be like, here's 15 steps to become a bigger church. And and he's and he goes, well, here's here's so here's what we came up with, and he points to the screen, and it's just one word. One name, yeah, Jesus, yeah, and I was like, I, I'm in, yeah, full send, yeah, let's go, T minus go, we're heading home, <laughs> we're heading, come on. Well, I, I think what's great about that is is you can easily overcomplicate things, right? Especially in youth ministry too, where it can just be like, here's this strategy, here's this strategy, here's this book, and this book, and here's this book, and it's like, well, at the end of the day, who do you want to take them to? Who do you want to direct them to? Who do you want them to come and know? And I think that's what has made our friendship so good is is we've not only have we said, hey, that's what we want in our ministries, but that's actually what we do in our friendship. Uh, even though is, is is that your wife calling you? No, that's my mom. Yeah. Everybody oh, say hi to mom. You should answer that. Hey, hey mom. mom, you're on hey, the hey, podcast. Mom. mom, welcome to uh, some people's kids. <laughs> um, but no, I think we I see that in our friendships too, right? And, and and that's what you were kind of talking about earlier is not only does having obviously a genuine good relationship with Jesus, with our Lord and Savior, you know, obviously impact our ministry, but is is he also central in our relationships with our wives or relationships with our kids or if we're single, relate relationships with our brothers and sisters in the faith? Or is, is he central in our friendships, right? Is he central in my work? If you're a bivocational youth pastor, right, which is very common, are you carrying that same message into your workplace? And so I think, you know, that's one thing I love about the church I serve at, which is Christ the Redeemer Church in Spokane down in the West Central area, um, is that, you know, our, our our youth ministry's vision is to simply create an environment where people can hear, accept, and be transformed by the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm, and it's very similar to that, right? I mean, the goal is not, hey, come and have a place where you can— we want you to build good friendships, the friendships that will carry on for a long time, but those friendships, and, and that's where we say we see three things we want impacted by the gospel. Your friendships, your discipleship relationships, and your family. And those three things we want clearly impacted by the gospel that we, and I tell them, you'll see it in the game time, where a kid messes up you know, for your team. Can you show him grace? Can you show him mercy? Can you build him up and keep him apart? of your group. And so, um, and we have a demographic down there where you have kids that come from very wealthy backgrounds, the kids that, 
you know, have lived in their parents' car at some point in their life. And that's why games are so important for us. And we want to see the gospel in those games is because those help break walls and barriers. And where you got a kid that, you know, feels like he doesn't fit in, all of a sudden he helped win a game and the kids are building him up and exhorting him or, or you know, so on and so forth. So I think, you know, it's, it's very crucial that, you know, those missions, your vision for your youth ministry is, like you said earlier, a who, mm. not a what. Yeah. It's Jesus Christ. And so, get it, bro. Get um, it. Yeah. You guys don't know this, but Andrew Marsteller is essentially a walking library. Ah, no. The dude is <laughs> incredibly well read, incredibly uh, intelligent. And not only on top of that, he is also very thoughtful and very conscious of like not only his students needs but also like his family's needs and his ability to balance not only the church and the ministry that he that he runs he also uh, is a great father and a, a great uh friend which is why i make fun of him on a constant basis because i can't <laughs> keep up with it so that's not true man i think well it is well thanks man i appreciate that I, but one of the reasons why i value reading so much is because i feel so ill-equipped mm. you know like i think you know i just i feel like See, i just can't read yeah right i just can't read I'm, that's well that's I'm the same for me like, too i pretend there's a lot of drawing in those books there's my kids actually look at pictures my kids so i think that's what happens right i've got a highlighter and a pen pen and i'm reading i go and then all of a sudden i sit the book down i come back to it and they go dad look i was drawing too and it's just skirt, 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 skirt. i'm like oh my gosh that's that's um, the dissertation on Roman yeah, and no. i'm so well it, so yeah man i think the beauty is is that the Lord uses so many people in, in, in youth ministry that you don't. I mean, I wasn't always a reader. I used to hate reading and because and, reading wasn't valued in my home. And then I just realized how much that begins to, reading for me began to impact my family, my personal life with the Lord. My um, one, one guy said, you know, the phrase that readers lead and leaders read. And I think that doesn't mean you have to read a whole bunch of books. But it means I'm I'm willing to get counsel from people who have went before me, and this is the best way to get that from a guy like, you know, Mark Devry is to be like, oh, I'm going to read his book, and so, um, yeah, yeah, man, I think you know, for me, getting into youth ministry was a bit of a journey, and we'll talk about the hiring process next week. But I didn't, you know, I went to Moody um, thinking that I was going to leave being a senior pastor. That that's what I was going to get into right away. And the church that I interned at, I've been at CTR now for almost, I've been there for six and a half as the youth pastor. I was there, for, I've been there for almost nine years, like almost 10 years, I guess. Um, we've been at our churches for a long time. Right? We have. Like we've, outside we've of. Been, we, yeah. We've blown out the doors of yeah. the average. Yeah, I mean, even as just attending. But um, yeah, so for me. I was a, you know, Moody had this thing called a practical Christian ministry that some people that are going to be listening to this know what that is. That's simply, you get a credit for um, doing, you know, being a healthy member of a church for two hours a week, which should be much more than two hours a week. But, um, you know, so mine was youth ministry, and I served in a small youth ministry for a downtown church that we met in a house in someone's living room. And and I, at one point I said I was done. I, I quit that, and I was like, I'm not going to do this again. This isn't for me. And then an opportunity opened up at my church, and I put my name in the hat for it. My wife and I were like, yeah, maybe this might be for us. But then another job opened up at the Davenport Hotel as a manager, as an entry-level 
management position. And I took that instead because we were going to have a kid. And I was like, I need a salary. I need health care. I need all that stuff. And about two months into that, three months into two, three months into that, my senior pastor came to me and just said, are you sure you made the right decision? I've been wrestling with that, if that was the right decision for me or not. And uh, for my family, because it was, it was graveyard and I was having a horrible relationship with my son. And I said, I don't think I did. And because I was ministering to kids in the neighborhood already, I had a real connection with them. I grew up in an area similar to West Central back in Ohio. Um, Ohio is not just cornfields, for those of you who think that it is. There is cities well, there. I mean, it's, well, there's cornfields in the city. Well. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, we're not going to talk about we you land being from in Michigan. The, we um, live in the land of core. Yeah. So, but I grew up in a similar area like that. So, long story short, I just said, hey um, – so my wife and I sat down and we prayed about it. And we're like, you know what? I want to reconsider getting this, being in this job. And um, so I, I, I did. And the rest is kind of history. They, they, they gave me the opportunity and I've been there ever since. And, you know, there's some gifts that come with it and there's some struggles that come with it. I think we'll address more of that in the next episode because we're starting to run out of time. Um, 20 minutes goes by fast. It does, man. It does. Um, Especially when you start talking about who knows what. Exactly. Um, we don't even. Yeah. I didn't did finish this whole cup. Of, I, well, I'm like, I got like barely anything left in this coffee. Barely but, anything left. No, man. I think, you know, the, the, the beauty, you know, just kind of address one of the things we said we we're going to talk about is just, I think one of the beauty of youth ministry is you get to see kids. You do get to see kids come to know the Lord and get to love him. And you get to really walk in life with these kids. But one of the challenges is you're walking the life with kids. So mm. you don't know where they're going to end up down the road. You really got to trust the Lord in that. That's so, good. So, man, I, I love doing this first one with you, man. Yep. We got, I think we got a long, long way to go in we'll the sense see, of a lot of fun. Let's see what happens <laughs> in the next episode of Some People's Kids. This is your host, Ian Much, with my brother, Andrew Mostella. Thanks, y'all. We'll talk to you later. We'll talk to you later as we are youth pastors walking alongside youth pastors. Thank you guys so much for listening in, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>